Welcome to the Stepping to the Edge podcast, juicy conversations about bravely stepping to the edge of your life to welcome in more health, fulfillment, and joy. I'm Stephanie Johnston, your host and also the founder of the Journey to Health and Happiness. I'm so glad you're here. Sink in and enjoy. Welcome to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. I'm Steph Johnston, your host, and I'm so excited that you're here. One of the things that I love to coach on is how to live a life from overflow. I call this my blueprint to no more burnout. And today in this first episode of what will be a three-part series, I'm calling Coffee and Conversations. I'm going to talk about setting goals and sharing with you practical tips, practical ways to identify a goal you desire to pursue and actions you can take to move you bravely in the direction of achieving that goal. But why a blueprint for no more burnout? Well, friends, I speak from experience when we talk about burnout, but the reality is the last two years have been a challenge. I think we can all agree. The emotional impact of the pandemic, lockdowns, and restrictions has resulted in increased stress, anxiety, and exhaustion for many. As we now come out of this season, I believe we are beginning to release the burden, the fear that we've been carrying, whether consciously or unconsciously. I look at this spring, not only as the renewal of seasons, but as a renewal for us as a collective. I believe we are ready to step out of the darkness that has shadowed us for the last two years, and we are ready to step into the sunshine. But with that, we also need to be conscientious. As we move into this new version of normal, we have to be conscientious of not returning to old habits that no longer serve us. Remember during the pandemic when all of the kids' extracurriculars and sporting events were canceled? That was tough, right? Kids were missing their friends and they were missing their sports and parents were missing their friends that they would see at the arena or at the ballpark. On some level, it was hard, but on another level, it provided us with the space to slow down. I believe most of us are moving through our lives at a pace that is not sustainable, especially as women. Women pour into others. We nurture, we care, we care for our families, our careers, our relationships in our communities. And what I have experienced firsthand is the result of placing everyone and everything before yourself. And that, my friends, is a one-way track to burnout. But I also believe we have a choice. Amidst the noise I believe we can choose a different path. This is a path I chose for myself in 2020, and I'm thrilled now to share practical tips that I believe can support you to avoid burnout and step into your personal power. In this episode, I will begin to share with you what has worked for me and what I believe will work for you. The intention of these coffee and conversations is that each will stack on the next. I encourage you to take notes and give yourself permission to be fully present. Shut out everything else and give yourself the gift of this time. Time just for you. You are worthy of this space. You are worthy of this message and you are worthy of this time. 
Throughout this episode, you may feel the desire to pause and allow space to think and consider. I encourage you to listen through fully the first time. Allow yourself this time and space just to listen. As you come back the second time, I'll encourage you to grab a notebook and a pen. And as I share with you these natural action steps, take the time, pause when it feels right for you, reflect, take notes, maybe journal, but always be sure to come back. Each new step will layer upon the next. Okay, let's dive in. Are you ready? First off, I'd like you to answer a question for me. How do you desire to feel in 2022? If you're writing down on a piece of paper right now or in a notebook, allow yourself to free flow. Just write whatever words come to mind. How do you desire to feel in 2022? Joy, bliss, strong, energized, happy, supported, loved, worthy, bubbles. It doesn't matter. Whatever you write down is the right words for you right now. As you are free flowing these words, as they are coming out of you and you're writing them down, I encourage you to take a look at those words and circle the one that really stands out for you. I believe as you go through this exercise and you write down all of these words, one will naturally stand out for you. For me, for 2022, my word is bliss. I love it. I love the sound of it. I love to say it. It feels so good to me. Bliss. Once you have your word, you might be asking, why are we starting with feelings? What does this have to do with burnout? Stick with me. I promise you this is all going to make sense. But for now, it's time to talk about goals. We're going to set our goals for 2022. Everyone sets goals, but rarely do people actually achieve them, right? Think about New Year's resolutions. People set New Year's resolutions, and then by January 20th, they've given up, they've forgotten about them, they've moved on. And I believe the reason for that is we need to get to the root of why you desire to achieve the goal you've chosen in the first place. That why is what is going to anchor in for you. It's what's going to motivate you to want to take action towards achieving your goal. So again, if you are working with a journal or a notepad, I encourage you to write down what is one goal you have for yourself for 2022. And if 2022 feels too expansive for you right now, feel free to set or choose a goal for the next 30, 60, maybe 90 days. If that feels more achievable and more attainable for you, definitely do that. Take that time and take that space and set a goal that feels really good for you. Now, these goals can be related to health, travel, family, personal, career, business, whatever feels right for you. And a tip that I would offer at this point is to ensure that whatever goal you are choosing is specific. We're looking for a specific achievable outcome here. If it's vague, like I want to feel better. Well, what does that even mean? What does feel better mean to you? 
I would ask you, how specifically would you like to be feeling? Do you desire to feel strong? Do you desire to feel energized? Do you desire to release 20 pounds? Will releasing 20 pounds help you to feel more energized, stronger, uplifted, right? I desire to grow my business. Okay. What does that mean to me? So get really specific here. We want to set a specific and attainable outcome. Now, this might be a good time to pause if you're listening and pausing as we go through, taking some time to really reflect, capture your thoughts on a piece of paper or in a journal, and then come back. Definitely come back. We're just getting started here. Now, for those that are continuing on, step two, let's identify what is motivating you to go for this goal that you've identified. Why do you desire to achieve this goal? Once we know what the desired state we want is, it's important to know why we want it. So think about the goal that you've identified. And now I ask you these questions. So what I want is, fill in the blank with whatever your goal is, what will having that do for me? So if you achieve this goal, when you achieve this goal, what will having that do for you? Who else? will be impacted by achieving this goal. Will your family be impacted? Will your coworkers be impacted? Will your spouse be impacted or your children, your community? Who else will be impacted when you achieve this goal? What's important about that for me? So why is this goal important to me? Why is it important that others will be positively impacted? What will having achieved this goal feel like? So there it is. There's the tie-in to how we desire to feel. And finally, what's important about that? So allow me to share an example. Oftentimes in my health coaching business, I will work with clients who desire to lose weight right? And if you work with me and you spend enough time with me, you know that I believe that words have power and that the words that we choose are important and they have meaning. And so I often will reframe, I want to lose weight to, I desire to release the weight. So that's what we'll go with. So if your goal is to release 10 pounds, let's go through this exercise. So what I want is to release 10 pounds. What will having that do for me? Well, when I release 10 pounds, I will have more energy. I will be very proud of myself. I will fit in those jeans that I have been desiring to fit into. I will feel proud and excited. What else will be impacted? Well, in releasing 10 pounds, I will have built healthy habits that will be sustainable. I will be choosing to prioritize my health and my wellness. I will be focused on vitality and the longevity of my life. I will be honoring my body and nurturing my body. Who else will be impacted? My family, if I'm showing up with more energy and more excitement, maybe making more nutritious meals, they will benefit from that as well. 
And what will having achieved that goal feel like? It will feel amazing. I will feel proud. I will feel excited. I will feel energized. I may even be feel motivated to set a new goal. And what's important about that? I desire to feel energized. I desire to feel energetic. And see, as we move through that example, we come back to how you desire to feel. So ideally, as you've set your goal and now you're working your way through the questions, you I hopefully can tie back how you desire to feel to the feeling that you set at the very beginning. Hopefully this is all making sense and it's all coming full circle for you. Now, one of the things that I would love for you to do at this point is to really think about the goal that you've set. If you were to look at your goal and had a scale of one to 10, one being, eh, if I achieve the goal, great, but it's not really important to me. To a 10, which is, yes, absolutely, this goal is so important to me and I desire to achieve it. I am motivated. Write down from one to 10, how motivated are you in achieving this goal? And I will tell you as an honest tip, if your answer is not eight, nine, or 10, I encourage you to go back to those questions and dig deeper. You may have to revisit your goal. You may have to revisit your why and really be able to anchor into that. This is key. When you set a goal, you need to know why you desire to achieve the goal. And remember at the beginning, when I asked you how you desire to feel in 2022, when setting a goal, ask yourself, will achieving the goal generate my desired feeling? If the answer is yes, amazing. This is a goal that is worth pursuing for you. It's a goal that you are in alignment with. If the answer is no, I suggest revisiting the goal. Now, is this a time where you need to pause the podcast and take a moment to reflect? That's okay. Take some time, capture your thoughts, get clear on your goal and get clear on your motivation and then come back because now we're going to begin to anchor in. So we've identified our motivating factors. We've identified our goal. And now I desire for you to create little reminders so you don't forget about those motivating factors, why this goal is important to you to achieve. We're going to anchor in, we're going to create anchors. An anchor is something physical in your environment that will remind you of why you're doing all of this, why you're making this effort, especially in the times where you don't feel like it, which are bound to come up. There will be days where you won't feel like taking action towards your goal. You won't feel like getting up to complete that workout. You won't feel like reaching out to new clients or following up with existing customers. And your anchors will be that reminder, that support for you of why you set this goal in the first place and why it's important to you. Anchors can be anything in your physical environment. It could be a screensaver on your computer with an inspiring message. It can be a ring or another piece of jewelry that you wear. It could be notes around the house. If you're someone like me who loves post-it notes, you could write down your goal and little inspiring messages as reminders and put them on your mirror in the bathroom or in your daytime or on your laptop. 
It could be a song that you sing. If there is a favorite song that you have that motivates you and inspires you and just like fuels you up and fires you up and gets you ready to go, then a song could be a really beautiful option. Music is so motivating and inspiring for so many. It could be a scent. If you are somebody who loves essential oils, you could create a special blend for yourself that you find motivating and just that when you breathe it in, it uplifts you and it energizes you. It can be something you hear or something you see, but when you do hear it, see it, smell it, it immediately will trigger you to remind you of your motivating factor. Why are you working towards this goal? Why is this important to you? Now, our anchors will do two things for us. The first one is they will act as a pattern interrupter. Something that stops you, almost like a record scratch, when you're tempted to make a choice which may not be in alignment with your desired outcome or how you most desire to feel. Anchors can help prevent us from making choices that are not in alignment for ourselves. They can also give us that little infusion of life and energy and motivation like, oh yeah, I'm excited about making this good choice for myself in the moment. So I ask you, what are some physical objects, sounds, or smells in your environment that you will see every day that would make good anchors to remind you of your big motivating factor? Write them down. Okay, so let's review. We're coming up to the end of Coffee and Conversation, episode number one, and I want to review what we have covered off in today's episode. So let's review the steps for him today as we begin to live a life from overflow. So our first action step, review the goal you've set and take time to journal on how you most desire to feel. Is your goal in alignment with how you most desire to feel this year? If it is, yes, awesome. If no, take some time to consider how you can tweak or adjust your goal to best serve you. Remember, it's okay to change your mind. Pursuing a goal that no longer serves you is like the express train to burnout. And we, my friends, are getting off that train. Step number two, action number two, identify and connect with your anchors. Make them mean something to you. And finally, action number three, write down one action step you can take this week to move you closer to achieving your goal. So some examples of this. If your desire is to release weight, maybe you set a goal that you are going to move your body for 20 minutes each day after work. If your goal is to eat healthier, then set an action step to research meal prepping and identify a day in the next week that you will set aside time to begin the process of meal prepping so that you always have healthy lunches prepped and ready to go for yourself. And perhaps your goal is to travel, then set some time aside this week and take action to research a place you'd like to travel. 
I'd love to hear any ahas, appreciations, or insights you've had as you've listened to this episode and as you identify your goal and your motivating factor. I invite you to come over to my Instagram at stepping to the edge and share, drop me a note in the DMS. What is something that resonated with you in this episode? These conversations are fuel for my soul. This is what I love to dive into with my private coaching clients. There is so much more depth for us than we give ourselves credit for. There is so much more depth to what we desire than what we even realize. And I love to support my clients and be a witness to their transformation as they step into their personal power. Thank you for listening to this episode. I am thrilled that we have had this time together and I know we have only begun to scratch the surface. I hope you will join me for the next episode of Coffee and Conversation, where I begin to unpack self-sabotage and share ways you can learn to identify how these behaviors show up in your life and practical ways in which you can course correct. It's going to be a juicy conversation, my friend. And to support you in this work, I've created a free workbook for you to download that will guide you through the prompts I've suggested today. Just head over to my website, www.steppingtotheedge.com and download your free copy today. For now, friends, thank you so much for joining me. I encourage you to get out there today and bravely step to your edge. As we wrap up today, friends, I encourage you to take one brave step in the direction of your dreams today. Step boldly to your edges and go for it. Until next time, friends, I will see you very soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and it would truly mean the world to me if you would pause for just a second, give me a five-star rating and review, then be sure to share this episode with a woman you know would be inspired to step to the edge of her life after hearing this message. That's how we get this message out to more women around the world. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, hit me up on Instagram at Stepping to the Edge or check out my website at www.steppingtotheedge.com to discover all the ways we can work together. Thank you for being part of this mission. And until next time, I encourage you to go out there and bravely step to the edge of your life and do something for yourself today that will bring you more joy, more health, and more fulfillment.